1: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
2: The
0: TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
1: Strange way to start a football press conference, but just wondered if we could have your reaction and reflections on what's probably been an extraordinary week in all of our lives.
2: Yeah, it was clearly a very, very sad day, and and I think it's fitting how the the country's obviously uh, commemorating the Queen's death. So, so yeah, she obviously done a remarkable job, gave up her adult life virtually to... uh, to her role, and um, and like I say, uh, always carried it out with distinction. So, um, so yeah, I had the, the good fortune of, of meeting the the Queen twice, and uh, it was uh, yeah very inspiring. And once on my own, and once with my daughter. So, uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, so I'll always cherish that that memory.
1: Some of those stories of people meeting her have been quite spine tingling what did you go away thinking about her on those days then
2: yeah well it was very much that i uh, myself and my daughter misha we went to um, she's uh, a diabetic misha and we were invited to st james's palace for for an evening with the with the queen and, and some guests as she was the, the patron of the uh, diabetes um uk so uh so probably like most people that, that meet, there's um, certain things you got a idea or two. But uh, but as you stood waiting and waiting for her to come through into the room, there's a real anticipation and a real feeling that you're meeting uh, someone uh, special, and, and and that's exactly what it was. She came through the room and uh, and came along the line and, and, and met us all. So um, so yeah, you just. Think of obviously the role that she's had to play over many many years, and and enthusiasm and the dedication to that role. So, uh, so yeah, something that both myself and and Misha would always remember. Mm.
1: The game was called off. Did it give you a chance for a little bit of reflection over the last few weeks? Just that kind of moment of I don't know perspective, looking at what you've done, just actually having. A little bit of time to sum yeah. up what's happened so far.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that uh, obviously we were really looking forward to playing first and foremost. We would uh, know, trained all week and you're ready for the game, but of course it's uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't take place. So like you say, you go away and uh, and you move on uh, to your next game and, and look to prepare best as you possibly can for that. So uh, so yeah, um, obviously a sad situation meant that the the game wasn't on and then we we look forward and the, the players we've had a really good week this week
1: mm. just finally for me a little bit of a gear change I know but um Todd Bowley sort of talked about this north south game this week and it's kind of captured a few people's imagination for good or for bad um I wondered first of all Leicester in the north I'm not sure too many around here would be too happy with that what are your thoughts fancy uh being a part of that
2: My thoughts are we might get a free weekend that weekend <laughs> if it's just the north and the south the midlands clubs will get a breather <laughs> so that would be uh, be nice yeah i um yeah obviously todd's come into to the game and uh, and we'll probably find when he looks back on the notion of that that uh, maybe it maybe wasn't one of his better ideas being a very successful man in his his life and his career but um no, I think we're in, a, we're in a world now in football where we're trying to minimise the number of games. Uh, so I really don't see what that would, would bring if uh, you're looking to add another one into the mix as well. So um, so no, it, it's, it's not something that probably most football people and, and people in general would say we, we would need. Brendan, hi. Um, hi. So it's
3: often said you learn more about yourself in adversity. What are you learning about yourself and your team and those around you at the moment?
2: Well, yeah, it's of course it's it's difficult in terms of results, but what we've tried to do is is just um, you know keep the keep the keep the environment light and and making sure that the players, you know, we understand we we, you know been in a situation that we haven't been in here before where we you know the results haven't gone our way. And the performances aren't uh, to the level that we would want. But I think what, what's important is that we continue to... We have to be brave. We have to continue to show that bravery. Sometimes when you, uh, you're not quite in your game, you can maybe lose that aggression. But you can't afford to do that. you got to still press the game. you still got to be aggressive. And, uh, and And importantly, you have to defend very, very well collectively. So we've been able to look at all those aspects of our game... Like I've said before, bringing a clarity and, and making sure the, the the focus is there for the, the players and and for me it's it's straightforward. You know, you just come into work and uh, enjoy working with the players and, and like I said, just trying to ensure that we can do the basics well. And this club has
3: had an, a remarkable few years, almost unlike any other, perhaps at any other club in the way that it's risen. So how is the club? And those within it, how they dealing with this sudden dip, this this setback, if you like.
2: Well, I think we everyone's very supportive, and everyone's still working very, very hard. I think there's there's no other way. You, uh, I think, at times I guess here, everyone has you know you, you want to see that grit and that passion within your within your workplace, uh, and that's something that we have here in abundance because. Like in anything and in, in any any sport, it's not just about the talent. You know, the it's the ones that succeed are, are those ones that have that grit and that determination and that perseverance. So, uh, so that's what we're seeing. I'm seeing that from the players, and and we will keep pushing, and we, uh, you know, we'll get the result that hopefully will uh, pushes on, and hopefully that'll come sooner rather than later.
3: And that's the key thing, isn't it? Um, You're playing a Spurs side who've won six in a row in the Premier League,
2: Mm.
3: uh, third in the table. Those things are obvious; you can see them. Uh, They're also stung by a defeat in midweek, which they've not actually experienced this season. So, it's hard to see or recall a a worse time to play them, in a way. Uh, What sort of challenge is that for you?
2: Well, it's it's clearly a big challenge. They've, um, like you say, they've they've done very, very well last season into the Champions League and uh got some very very talented players and uh, Antonio uh, he, he works how he works and uh, he's got them very organized and and they have that quality there so we know it's going to be a we know it's going to be a really difficult game at whatever stage you went there whether you're in the your best form or, or not but um, but like I said earlier but you have to have that bravery you can't uh, you can't sit back and and just let it happen so for us, you know our intention is to is to go and look to play our game, to go and play with that that courage that we've shown many times and, and that aggression in our game and um, like I say if we can cut, cut out our mistakes then uh, it gives us a much better chance to get a result
3: And I guess you'd urge patience and when you look at the fixture list I know you'll tell us every game is incredibly difficult at yeah. this level, but you look at the fixtures to come, the likes of Forest, Bournemouth Wolves Palace Leeds the next month could see a very different picture, couldn't it?
2: Yeah, well, we think through to the, uh, through to when it, uh, the game's finish in November, there's a, there's a great opportunity, uh, to push on. There's no doubt we had a tough fixture list, but, uh, but in saying that we, we should have more points, but, but you have to, you have to deliver and that's, that's what we aim to do. So, um, but listen, I, I totally get it. We, we, we haven't made a, a good start at all, but, um, but I'm very confident in the players and, and from what I'm seeing that uh, they're very determined to, to get the result. Thanks very much. Pleasure. Hi,
0: Brendan. Okay, Hope you're OK. Um, I wonder whether I could ask about I- injuries. Is there, are there any fresh concerns for you ahead of the weekend?
2: Uh, Dennis Pratt has been out for, uh, for a few days, so uh, but he should uh, come back into training tomorrow should be okay apart from that everyone um, everyone is, is okay what was the issue with with dennis uh, just his foot he's had an ongoing issue with his foot for a little while he's trained through it, he's tried to play through it um, so he's just been offloaded for a few days to try and allow that to recover and uh, and, and I seen him out on the pitches today with the we our conditioning team and rehabilitation team and he, he looked fine so should be okay for tomorrow Excuse me. The uh,
0: twenty-five man squad for for Leicester's been announced now, and the the rest of the clubs as well. Uh, Ryan Bertrand is in the squad. Ricardo isn't, and obviously due due to his injury. Are you anticipating that you'll be able to have Ryan Bertrand available to you
2: before January? Well, that's what uh, the the reason why uh, Ryan's been made available, and, and Ricardo hasn't. We're not expecting Ricardo back until sometime in the new year. So, um, and every other player that uh, we reckon can get and be fit in this period, they're, they're in the squad
0: um, The stadium expansion uh, was approved yesterday at a mm-hmm. planning meeting um, I wonder f- for you as the manager of the football club, how big you feel that that kind of project is right now and I
2: suppose how big it is that it's actually been approved and it can go ahead. Well I think it's uh, great news for the the football club and uh, and I also think it's a great you know uh showing where that sort of collaboration between the the, the local authorities and, and the and the club uh, and how much they work together to, to keep improving and developing Leicester City. So uh, so yeah so I, I think it's great news. It's obviously uh, part of the legacy of, of Kunvice. something that these uh, plans were, were Thought about and, and talked about uh, when he was alive. So this is another example of continuing to uh, to commemorate his legacy and keep the club the club developing and, and moving forward.
0: Having a training ground like this mm. and and having that stadium expansion approved and of, of of course all the regeneration around the area with the hotel mm. and the arena and things like that. How, how will that benefit Leicester City on the pitch? Will it? Will that? Kind of thing do you think appeal to maybe potential players that the club would
2: like to bring in? Is that something that would go through a player's mind? Do you think? Yeah, well, I think firstly the the, the training facility This is a world class training ground, so that's that's something that will always appeal to a player. The ability to come in and you know work and and prepare and, and get yourself ready for your profession in this environment is is what any player would love. And, of course, secondly, at the stadium, with the, the club growing and developing, it, its fan base getting more supporters in, and obviously some revenue that will come from that as well, then clearly that, that benefits the football club.
0: Um, Clearly a breakaway from match days over the last week or so in, in sad circumstances. But on the training pitch, um, I wonder how how beneficial that may be to the defensive line, at the moment, and the integration maybe of Wout fast and and maybe having a spare weekend to as you say reintegrate him and continue to integrate him into that back line is is that one thing that you've been able to continue to work on, and is it I suppose beneficial in a, in a way to to be able to, to give him that little bit of extra time to form those partnerships
2: yeah. I didn't see it really as that on as a you know the loss of, of someone. And then it being a benefit to to exploit that we it's something that we do all, all the time collectively. We uh, we work on the pitch, and that's something that it it's not just if you're talking about defending and you're talking about football. Then it's it's purely about the team. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly to win football matches, you have to uh, you have to defend well, and we clearly haven't defended well enough. And defending well is all about attitude. And uh, and that's something that we've we've talked about. Of course, we talk about it every single day, and it's something that we uh, we will continue to talk about. It's not just the defensive line. The pressure starts from the top of the field, and uh, and those first moments of pressure, if they're not right, then the rest of the team is running. So, the the pressure and the defending starts at the very top, and if, and if that's not right, and one player's not quite doing it then everyone else is moving and having to uh, move into spaces that uh, they don't need to. So um, so it's all about reinforcing the collective and that's what allows you to win games and uh, that's what we'll look to, to have to do at the weekend.
0: Final one from me, Brendan, but um, wh- when you look at Antonio Conte's style as a manager and you're kind of identifying the, the key attributes that, that are part of an Antonio Conte team, what, what are the most important ones that... You have to stop to be
2: successful on Saturday. I, th- I think the um, the key thing w- with them is their ability in transition. You know, they the stop the breakaways. They get really fast players, dynamic players that can can go and exploit the space. You've got world class players at the top end of the field. So you really have to, in your defending, you have to that counter pressing so important to stop the breakaway. If they do get away, then you need to have the numbers. Behind the ball that allows you to control that, but then when you have the ball, you know that uh, you're going to have that time to play, and you've got to look after it and uh, and give yourself the opportunity to create chances. So, so I think in, in most of the games we've been able to do that, but it's it's collectively uh, our defending that we that we have to get right.
0: Brendan, thank you very much. Best Pleasure. luck on Saturday.
2: Thank you. Thanks.